Hello superstars and welcome back to the Building Online Sales Success Podcast. Today we're talking about things that I've learned recently about doing live video on Instagram. Now this podcast is part of a series. If you haven't spotted the recent episodes, I've dedicated a number of episodes now to really helping you to grow and sell out your offers using Instagram. So if Instagram is a platform that you love, but you think, "Mm, I'm not quite leveraging it the way that I should be, definitely go back and listen to some of the earlier episodes where I talk about how to optimize your bio. I talk about the buyer journey or the user journey on Instagram and how to take your audience from freezing cold to boiling hot. The last episode was all about how to sell in the DMs without feeling sleazy and weird because we don't want any of that, do we? So yeah, if Instagram is a platform that you want to master, then I've dedicated a number of episodes to helping you do exactly that. But this one is focused all around live video. This is the Building Online Sales Success Podcast, helping you to build, market and sell your offers online. I'm Rachel Howarth and I'll be sharing the strategies that are allowing me and my clients to create online sales success. Sales can be easy, not sleazy. And in this show, you'll get to see behind the curtain and discover the sales secrets that will create the impact, income and freedom that you've been dreaming of. It's time to stop doubting yourself and start creating the business that you truly deserve. Live video is something that I've come to really, really love. And this is because I love to teach and live video allows me to do what I love. It allows me to teach little mini masterclasses, share tips, share strategies with my audience. But at the same time as me doing what I love and teaching and helping you guys to grow your online business, it also attracts you into my DMs. So what happens for me is I will do a live and I'm gonna tell you more about exactly how I do it, but I'll do a live, I will share three to five value points, three to five tips, strategies, hacks, insights, things that are really gonna get my audience seeing things from a new perspective, give them new things to try, things that maybe they're not doing right now, maybe because they don't know that they exist or maybe just because they don't have the confidence to try them out. So I will go live and I will do a little mini masterclass. I usually aim 15 to 20 minutes, sometimes, I ramble a little bit and things go on, or sometimes the audience is hyper-engaged and will get lots of questions, and that will mean that the live will, of course, last longer, but I don't mind that because people are getting the answers to their specific questions. But, you know, it's anything from 15 to 20 minutes is my is my intention. So it doesn't have to take a huge amount of time out of your day. In fact, I've got a client at the moment who's having really good success by running a five minute clinic every single day in a live. So she's a nutritionist. She decided to do this, it probably was a couple of months ago now, and she committed to go in live for five minutes every single day. It was at 5 p.m., so five minutes at five. Her audience came to really know and love the fact that she was gonna be there running an online clinic, answering their questions, and really helping them 
with their nutrition questions and they came to rely on it. And so the natural next step is they want to work with her because they've come to trust her through the functionality that Instagram gives us of live video. Now I know when you start doing live video, it's a bit scary, of course it is. You worry that you're gonna fluff your words and say something silly. But please, honestly, if you've ever watched any of my lives, you'll know that I say lots of things that are quite silly. I fluff my words a lot. I get interrupted by my family quite a lot. But actually, the more that those little blips and bloopers happen, the more the audience love it. Because it shows that life and business are the same thing, you know? And I'm not showing up live, making myself look like a A-list celebrity or a well-polished news presenter. I'm just going live to share my knowledge with my audience so that I can help them. And if that means I have a few interruptions and I say a few silly things, well, the audience seem to love that even more. So try and get out of your own head with those worries about it being perfect, because the reality is perfect doesn't sell. Perfect doesn't sell. Authentic, raw, real energy, showing your personality and your knowledge and your credibility, that is what's going to attract people to want to work with you. So what have I learned? I want to give you a few tips. How many are there? One, two, three, four, I think the six in all. So the first one is that the revenue is in the replay. The first tip for you is the revenue is in the replay. Now, what I mean by that is you aren't going to go live and make sales there and then. You know, I mean, a couple of times I've been live and people have literally gone straight to the link in my bio, bought something and then come back to the live and said, I've just bought it, Rachel. That's happened a few times. I'm not going to lie, but that's not my intention. I don't set out for that to happen. I have learned that the revenue is in the replay because what tends to happen is I'll go live. There'll be anywhere from zero people watching to about 10 at any one time which, you know, is not massive numbers. But then what happens is people will go and watch the replay and I will see the evidence that people are listening to that call to action, watching me explain something. You know, they've heard the tips, they've heard the training, they've then heard me invite them to take an action and they then go off and do that. So the revenue is not when you're live, the revenue is absolutely in the replay. So make sure that you plan your lives for your replay viewers. It's not all about who's watching live. So if you log on and there's nobody watching for the first five minutes, don't let that bother you. Just carry on. Do the live for the replay viewers, okay? The second thing I've really come to learn and rely on is that live video is a fantastic way to nurture relationships and build trust. Now, we work really hard on our content strategy. We're constantly coming up with new ideas, new carousels, new ways that we can share content with you all that educates you and motivates you and inspires you and gives you all the answers to the questions that nobody else is talking about. But actually, it's very hard to build trust through a graphic. You know, a graphic that you've created in Canva, it might look pretty, it might look on brand, and it might be able to share really great value, but you can't nurture trust through a graphic. You have to nurture trust through a relationship. And video, live video, is the next best way to do that, okay? So second thing I've learned is that live's a great, a great way for you to nurture relationships. So the third thing is that 
I've had people tell me that they purposefully reach out into my profile intentionally to look for replays of live video. So they will go in search of my last few videos. Now, the reason they're doing that, it's not necessarily that they just love to hear my voice. (laughs) I can't imagine why they would. Just ask my husband. (laughs) It's the fact that I'm teaching something. So your lives have got to be value. Yeah, that's the third thing I've learned. You've got to make them valuable and then people will come to rely on the fact that your live video is going to teach them something and they will intentionally seek out that learning. Same as we would if we were going to YouTube and we were searching for a specific topic that we wanted to learn about. Same as we would do if we were going to Pinterest and searching out a particular blog or something to give us some tips, some new ideas. We've just started on Pinterest, actually. That's a journey that I intend to share with you all here on the podcast. We are about five weeks into our Pinterest journey. Already we're generating 5,000 views on our pins every single month. They give us the stats over a 30-day period. And at the moment, we've hit 5,000 views in a 30-day period. So hopefully we can maintain that for our second month. But I'll keep you guys posted on our Pinterest learnings. So revenue is in the replay, tip one. Lives are great for nurture and trust building, tip two. People intentionally will seek out the replay if you make it highly valuable, tip three. Fourth thing I have learned, and that is that you will get more viewers live if you ask the people that are there with you to drop a comment in the comment box. So when you go live, it takes Instagram, doesn't it, a couple of seconds, sometimes longer, to tell your audience that you're live. And then you'll start to see people trickling in and watching and, you know, they will be, you know, hopefully they've seen the title, they understand what the live is about and there they are watching you and getting the thread of what you're speaking about. Now, what I would tend to do and what I would recommend that you do is as you see people join and there may be people that you know and people that you don't know, you get to see their Instagram handle and you get the opportunity to press a little button and give them a wave. I always give them a little wave and if I know their name, I will call out their name. If I only know their Instagram handle, because that's what it says on my screen, then I will shout out their Instagram handle and say, welcome to the live, we're talking about, and just give a quick recap. Then what I will do is say, if you're dialing in, you know, drop in the comments, which country are you based in? Or I will say, you know, what questions do you have on this topic? Give me a yes if you think this. Give me a no if you think that. You know, I will give them things to do, questions to answer, emojis to share. You know, I'll try and make it fun. Now, the reason I'm doing that, firstly, is because I want to build relationship with my audience. But secondly, it's that Instagram will tell more people that I'm live if it sees that the people that are watching live are having a good time. And the definition of having a good time is they're engaging with me. They're writing things in the comment box. So if you have been somebody that thinks, oh, I'm not going to go live because nobody ever watches, then try that little tip at the beginning. Get the people that do join to put something in the comment box so that they engage and then Instagram will tell more people that you're live and then you should see your numbers increase. Okay, so have a go at doing that. Another tip for you is that the title is vital. Yeah, who's gonna join a live if they don't know what it's about? So make sure when you're setting up the live that you give it a title. 
Now, another thing I've learned is that emojis make that title a bit more interesting. So if I'm saying, you know, three lead gen tips that you absolutely must try, then I will use sometimes the little rocket, you know, because I like that for launch tips. Sometimes I will use the red and white target because that makes people think I'm going to hit my sales target. Sometimes I will use the thunderbolt or the little like energy flash thing that you've got. I don't, I don't know what these emojis are actually called. I'm, I'm too old to know my way around all the emojis. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I make the emojis sort of fun and relative to the title. Because that will help it to stand out and encourage more people to come and watch. So yeah, use a high impact title. Use maybe one word in the title in capital letters and add fun emoji or maybe an ironic emoji something that contradicts the title and creates curiosity and intrigue yeah so use a high impact title and remember the title is vital and then my final sort of learning for you the thing that I've come to really learn is that it's much easier to do live video if you follow a similar structure for each one it helps you to plan It helps you to feel confident that you're not going to fluff your words, but also it takes your audience on a little bit of a journey, okay, and helps them to get to the point where you give a call to action. It helps them to feel like saying yes to that call to action is the right thing to do. Taking steps, taking that action is the right thing for them to do. So your next question is, well, what is that structure, Rachel? How do I structure my live? And the structure goes like this. Hook, value, story, value, story, short summary, invite the call to action. Okay, I'll I'll say that again. Hook, which means right at the beginning, you've got to hook them in. So a hook might sound like this live is for you if right now you're looking to book more discovery calls into your diary. I'm going to be sharing some highly effective tips that have been working for me and working for my clients too. That's a hook. That's going to mean that somebody, when they see that replay come up in their feed, they're much more likely to say, oh, I'm going to give that a watch. Okay, so hook them in with the very first sentence. Make sure that you're not sat there gazing into space or thinking or, or even saying out loud, oh, I'm just going to wait for some more people to join because that isn't very engaging and it's certainly not going to hook people into wanting to watch there, watch you sat there staring at your walls. <laughs> yeah. And also that's not very comfortable for you either. So that is definitely not the way to hook people into your live video. So remember, get your hook really strong, really powerful, really energetic. Tell people, you know, set the scene early that this is a live that they need to watch. Then you share some value. So you'll want to, you know, give some context, position, the fact that you're going to teach them something. Then you want to share some value. And then after that, you go into a story. And the story relates back to the value. So you'll share a tip. And then you might say, I want to tell you exactly how this has worked for me or how this has worked for a client of mine and how it could therefore work for you too. So you would share the tip from a you know, a strategic teaching point of view, and then you would give in, give them a an implementation, you know, story of how it actually works in practice. And whilst you're telling that story, you need to seed your offer. Now, if one of your intentions for the live is to sell people into an offer, a paid for offer, 
then you want to name the program. You want to say, this is something that I teach in my XYZ program. If you want to get people to download a lead magnet, you would say, this is one of the tips that I go into a lot more detail about in my free resource that you can grab in the link in my bio. If you want people to book a discovery call, if that's the reason that you've gone live, then you would say, now this is one of the things that you might have on your mind right now. And if you really want to get into some specifics around how I could help you individually and personally, then you're going to want to book a discovery call. Okay, so hook value story. And inside that story, you want to seed your offer. Now, you might want to repeat that. So hook value story value story and however many value stories you do at the end you want to give a summary say to your audience you know don't worry i'm going to summarize all this for you at the end because people are coming in and out of the live yeah so anybody that's joined as you're saying here's the third tip they don't know tips one and two so by you saying don't worry if you've just joined i'm going to summarize all this for you at the end that keeps them in your life because they know that they're gonna get that clear summary, okay? So hook, value story, value story, value story, then give a short summary, and then at the end, give your powerful call to action. Now this call to action at the end shouldn't be the only call to action because you really do need to seed the offer throughout. I would recommend that you seed it at least two or three times in the actual live and then once again at the end, okay? So it might be, so if you've enjoyed this live and you really wanna know more about this, go and grab the free guide in my link in bio. Or if you wanna know how to implement this personally, you wanna get my personal tips and advice, come and book a discovery call with me. Yeah, so that final call to action needs to be really powerful, really clear, tell people exactly what it is that you are inviting them to do. So I'm going to take my own advice and give you a quick summary and then we'll call it a day for this episode. So the first of my big learnings was that the revenue is in the replay of your lives. Yeah, don't get sidetracked by low numbers of live viewers. Create your live trainings for the replay viewers. The second tip was that lives are great for nurture. Yeah, they're not necessarily going to attract loads of new followers, but they are going to nurture the followers that you've got. The third tip is that people will intentionally seek out the replay if you make them high value. The fourth tip is that title is vital. You must really, you know, give your live a powerful title, use emojis. And the fourth, no, fifth tip is to invite people to make a comment within the first few minutes so that the algorithm pushes your live out to other people. And the sixth tip is to use that structure. Hook, value, story, value story, summary, call to action. So they are my six big lessons and learnings that have helped me to sign new clients as a result of my live videos over on Instagram. Now I'm certain that these tips and strategies will work equally well on other platforms like Facebook, like LinkedIn, wherever it is that your favorite social media platform to hang out is. So as ever, I invite you to come and share with me which of these tips are you going to implement? How has that gone for you? What results have you been able to create? I want to celebrate you. I want to shout you out, you know, on my stories. I want to celebrate 
your success as a result of this podcast because in turn that's going to help me grow the listeners of my podcast so that I can fulfill my mission of helping more people, helping more coaches to start to grow and to scale their online coaching business which is my mission in life and business now. So I thank you for being here. I thank you for being part of this podcast journey that I'm on. We're very quickly heading towards 52 episodes. I cannot believe that we are, what are we are now, episode 47. We're only five episodes away from doing a year of podcast episodes. I cannot believe it. But I just want to thank you for being part of that journey with me. And I will see you in episode 48. So that's it for today. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If growing your business is a big priority right now and you'd like to get my feedback on how you could move forward with bigger and faster success, then take part in my free personal assessment. It's called Next Best Opportunity and I get back to you within three days of you answering 20 questions about your business and goals and I give you my tailored feedback. If that sounds like something that you would like to do, then just click the link below in the show notes or head over to my Instagram and have a chat with me in the DMs over there. 